Oh. <laughs> I know how the internet works. Internet boyfriends. Rubble, rubble, rubble. Hello and welcome to another episode of. Uh, God damn it. Rubble, rubble, rubble. Hello and welcome to another episode of Internet Boyfriends. I am Joey, and with me, as always, is the loving to my kindness, Ryan Kloss. What? Is loving kindness. Usually they're hyphenated. I don't it's a know. duo. I didn't know, man. I was I. I came up with this episode idea like the last. Are they minute. are they a musical uh, act? Like what, no. What, no, what are no, these people? They're spiritual act. They're not a people. They're not a people. It's a two concepts. Oh, just just okay. This is the general concept of loving and the general concept of kindness. This isn't some reference I'm missing. It's a it's a re- see, you're talking about the pure abstract forms of loving. No, and- no, no. I'm talking about the pure abstract form of hyphenated loving kindness. Okay. In the same, in the same, they are together. It's a together. But there's together. no like cartoon version of loving kindness that I'm missing out on, or something. There could, there could be. I, there I, could be. I'm just waiting no, for on Steven Universe. Yeah, yeah. My memory is that. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you're loving, you're loving kindness quartz. Do do yeah. do do do. I I came up with a couple ideas, but every idea that I came up with before the duo for this episode just seemed offensive because. Uh, Last episode, we had a trigger warning. This episode, I should probably start off with a warning, or at least a quick point that I must make, which is that uh, I made a joke about cultural appropriation in the Star Wars episode, but I actually do take that stuff kind of seriously. And in the wake of Beyonce. Well, no, in the wake of really anything. I mean, in the wake in the wake of white people sailing around the world and, and you know, taking over this joint, yoga and meditation and mindfulness at least in the context where we, okay so this episode is gonna be about yoga and meditation and mindfulness mostly meditation and mindfulness not yoga at all but it's worth saying yoga those are all pretty good examples of cultural appropriation sure especially because they're not at all connected to the origins of the thing yeah but instead connected to about like the 40 50 years ago when western people started picking and choosing you know what worked best from you know like the far east or you know like somebody else's cultures and religions and things like that and especially too because uh we've been sold yoga and meditation uh white people have been selling white people yoga and meditation yeah i vividly remember like my dad being into yoga before it was cool and he wasn't in it for very long but like i was like oh yoga that's what this thing is and then i want to say five ten years i was like Yoga, 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 yoga everywhere. And now yoga's everywhere. That is absolutely what happened for me with meditation, and I'll get to that after I grill you <laughs> oh, about everything. You were in a meditation before it was cool? I was in the med- <laughs> no, I was in the meditation way, way, way after it was cool. Thousands of years after it was cool. I just happened to stumble upon it because I was And it's not TM. Like TM's been around for a long time. Like Yeah. But yeah, I understand your mindfulness meditation mindfulness meditation so uh yeah white people sound white people uh this thing. and and they talk they, a lot of people talk about like the your practice like how are you doing with your practice today how are you on your journey today and it's just completely divorced from the spiritual roots of the thing and it has like i, I don't like you just feel, made me feel icky yeah and that's why that's why i want to start with this fucking like disclaimer because I and, and we're not I, i'm gonna say at least i'm not i'm not anti-yoga in any way reform like yeah i'm if, not either but a, yoga has way more in common with the person in front of you yes. in line at starbucks bragging about how spiritual they feel after a half an hour of yoga than like a monk sitting in a 
temple on a pillow going like ohm like that stereotypical sure. you know thing that white people think of <laughs> especially now because it's one of those things where we're always like oh do you want to be healthy fitness uh yoga hot yoga if you want to stay fit and lose weight and so on and so forth and and it's always everything's related to weight loss i don't know why but i guess because that again white people if you want to sell white people on things be like this will make you lose weight you should do this especially and also too like it, it's the great god science as well of where a lot of like in the last especially in the last three years every time i hear someone talking about mindfulness so he's like you should really do meditation because science great god science says that meditation and mindfulness will make you stronger better faster smarter whatever I've even seen uh, companies when they sell this stuff, they they sell it as a designed spiritual experience, which is your country is icky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I'm not oh, saying that doesn't exist here, but I don't feel like I've never seen that. I also don't live in Toronto, so I'm not sure if it's or Vancouver where they're both a little more. You you never both never, hippie and American, depending on which one you're at. You've never been sold a designed spiritual experience that'll help you lose weight and keep in shape? No. Okay. I just need I just need to throw all this out there. Uh because weight loss probably wasn't a selling point uh in the fourth century BC. And this stuff did come from somewhere. Yeah. So this disclaimer that, that everything we're talking about has more is all to do with our current thoughts about just me and Ryan talking about meditation and mindfulness in the Western world in a year, 2016 CE, has very little to do with uh, Buddha or uh, white people's desire to turn other cultures into a sort of like a mental technology buffet. Uh, because white people love novel ideas and oppression. <laughs> and that's what we do. And uh, both, of, both of those, the Buddha and novel ideas and oppression both indisputable reasons of why we're talking about all this today but had to say all that so you did the headspace 10 for 10 app well thing. 10 for 10 is a stretch uh, <laughs> i I've, i'm on record as being sort of interested in that kind of stuff without actually doing it but like i go to the uh, to the ovarium here in montreal and do the have you done it before I, flotation tanks and stuff um so I, that's, that's the closest I can get, ever get to meditation because it really shuts everything else around me. But like, I, I did, I didn't do Headspace before, but I did some other app called Budify, which wasn't, okay. which wasn't gamified in the same way. Um, <laughs> gamified in a different way. Yeah, more like it was more just like, oh, you want to do something here? Play this. The first, there's been two Budifies, uh, B-U-D-D-H-I-F-Y. Um, there's always room for another Buddha. Yeah, and I heard the first, like I heard the first one talked about on Spark after, because like, she, the woman who hosts Spark, which is a CBC show, uh, is into meditation and breathing and all that stuff. And um, so I, I downloaded it and did it a few times, but that the, that one's more geared towards, oh, you want to meditate for five minutes, choose something that fits these vari- this variety of circumstances. So you want a meditation for this push this button you want to meditate for this push this button whereas headspace uh is do this for 10 days straight to build a habit and then pay 15 dollars a month to have access to other ones <laughs> which is part of the reason i wasn't in a rush to finish it i was like oh how much do i have to pay for the other ones like uh, 15 no I, I, it's not I don't, like it's it i don't remember the exact price i can tell you momentarily actually let me tell you 
Let me tell you what okay. it is. Um, so for free, you have this access to these these 10 initial steps, which is like a, a, a slightly walked through set of uh, headspace med- guided meditation kind of things. So like 10 minutes long or something. But if you want to do anything else, there's a health one, relationships, performance. There's all sorts of stuff to like, you can focus on creativity and focus and blah, blah, blah. But to actually access those other things, you have to finish the first 10. If you do it per month to have access to everything else, yeah. $17.99 a month, possibly Canadian. Um, okay. Or just they've generally changed it because it was $14.99 as I opened the screen and it changed in front of my eyes. Or... So you pay per year ten eighty three a month, or you can give them five hundred and fifty dollars to have it unlocked forever. Um, yes, yeah, that is that is Canadian because for in America it's thirteen thirteen bucks a month, okay. eight eight bucks a month if you do it yearly. Eight bucks a month if you do it yearly isn't ridiculous if it works for you. Yeah. If this is something like, like okay, for but example, like I would not want to do the. I'm not going to drop 130 bucks to try it out. So I'm going to do one month, and it's still, then I'm dropping for me 18 dollars to see a bunch of other meditation things, and like, ugh. anyway. So I did the first thing. I yeah. felt relaxed afterwards, and then the next day, shit came up, but I forgot about it, and then I never went back because I can't be bothered. But I've always made like. So you've accomplished one day of the ten. I did. I did. Um, and like, this is, this is what I knew would happen, but I'm like, I was free to try. So like, I'll try it because I've always, something I've always wanted to do more of. I enjoy yeah. it when I can manage to do it. It's not like I don't enjoy it. I'd like, there's people who are like, I can't do this. This is garbage. I hate it. Like, that happens. Like, they can't shut off their mind. Like, you can't sort of go empty. But like, I'm okay. I can do that okay because I've practiced in an isolation tank. It's easy there. But like, every day. But like it's good. To, anyway, the problem is, I've tried a few times, failed repeatedly, and I hope you, the gamified you, version would work. But like it's just so expensive failed, to continue. You, back off a second. You failed to make the habit, or you failed to work up the gumption, I guess you'd say, or or what? Work up the energy to to meditate every day. Work up the energy, I would say. So you, could... I'd rather, I'd rather get up and. Either I should be doing is get on the elliptical for half an hour, which I don't do either, okay. um, or get on the couch and put on this morning it was Supergirl or Late Show with Colbert. <laughs> it's like I'd rather do that than meditate. Even though okay. probably the meditation would do more good to me, and I'll just get to the Colbert ten minutes later kind of thing. <laughs> yes. I'm not, I'm, okay, I'm very pro-meditation, yes. because sort of as a follow-on from the previous episode, I learned about meditation because I had to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. I had to go to therapy. That was that was stuff related to the hospital, so I had to go to that stuff. And the first time I did it for me, or did it with me, the whole guided meditation stuff, I responded as my father, of where I was like, are you going to bring out fucking chickens and we're going to have voodoo <laughs> next? Like, you know, what the fuck is this shit? And it took me a good couple of years, probably, until I finally talked to my therapist at the time, who I adored but had a very combative relationship with. And she said to me that I should try it. And it would help me with my focus because I was having a problem focusing at mm-hmm. the time. I was actually having a problem with staying awake at the time. Uh, it was It was an issue of where 
I, I've never, I've never heard, I've heard other people say to me that, especially lately, that they're quitting caffeine. <laughs> I've never heard anybody that was told by their doctor, "No, you should drink more caffeine." Like that's yeah. <laughs> absolutely what you should do. That's what I was told. That was what was said to me. It was like, "Hey, you should drink more caffeine." And I was like, you know, it was sort of like a like a pick me up. Like it'll, you know, if you start feeling tired, you know, drink some caffeine. And uh, yeah, no, I went too far down that road and I've cut back and whatever. Anyways, so I, I, I don't meditate daily. I'm not going to bullshit you and say that I do. I do it as much as I possibly can when I work up the energy to do so and when I'm mindful enough to do so. However, I have achieved at least, I guess, the next level of this, which apparently you already had to some degree, which is... When I'm sitting by myself in a room alone, nothing going on, I can just sort of exist. I can breathe. I can just sit there, and I'm not necessarily freaking out about anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of hanging out. For me, huge breakthrough. With the, my anxiety, that is a massive sure. that is a massive thing. So the point of where the reason this episode exists, even before the Headspace stuff, was I had said to you about a month, I, no, it wasn't even a month ago, it was a, couple, maybe a week or two ago, of where uh, we were talking about chicken. And oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I had gotten chicken, buffalo chicken for lunch, and I just sat down, and I just ate the chicken, and I really tasted the chicken. Like, there was nothing but chicken. That's all that in that moment, it was a good, like, five minutes of just chicken. And then when I got out of that, oh, it was, it was what? It was, it was wonderful. But when I got out of that, it made me feel like a dumbass. Because in this grand world of distractions that we have mindfulness and focus and and just being of a single mind about like just sitting there and eating and tasting your food it it seems insane like it seems it seems like like what the hell's wrong with you like like you can you could have eaten that chicken and watched a video on youtube at the same time which i often do when i eat lunch because like you know, I can find I can find a ten minute video on you know how something works or or sure. whatever. You know, like, I, I, I always watch. eat with some TV on. If, yeah, like yeah. unless I'm at a restaurant or something. But like if I'm at home, TV's on. But I, I generally I generally tend to have lots and lots of distractions in my life. Built it's a feature, not a bug. Mm-hmm. But then I sort of realize like, oh shit, like that is a bug. Like all these distractions. Because the other thing too is. Well. Am I really well? Okay. Am I really learning, or am I really? What's better, to taste chicken or to watch a video on YouTube? You don't need to really taste the chicken every time. I don't know. I don't, I don't, know. I don't think you I'm, do. I'm, and that's what I'm going. So I'm glad I talked to you about this because I don't know. I'm really on the fence about this. I I'm not think... saying we couldn't all stand and taste the chicken a little more often. Seven days a week. How often you want to taste the chicken? Is this a lunch chicken or a dinner chicken? It's a it's a lunch chicken, but it's a good lunch chicken. Hmm. I can like but the thing is, you don't have to take it. Like, you can you can sit there and savor the chicken for a few bites and then get back to the league or whatever you're watching. You don't have you, to spend the entire could, sandwich no, or could, chicken but savoring the, same, the chicken. But that's the same with meditation. You don't have to do an hour of meditation every day. You can do five minutes of meditation, and that could be. Well, I think my issue with meditation is there's no concrete result. 
Like, it's just like something you should do for some nebulous game. There's no See, like, if I meditate, okay, okay. this will stop. Like, I, I have never made that association in my head. Like, it's not like, oh god, I'm trying to think of a, my first example is, is a terrible one I don't want to say. So I'm trying to think of another example. Do it. <laughs> I already have a rebuttal. It's not like when you're Fire craving room. a pizza, you can order a pizza and put it in your mouth. Like, that can just happen. I'm never like, I've solved the issue. I've put pizza in my face. The, I, there's no issue that I have in my life where I've decided that meditation is the solution. Okay, I'm getting So it. I can't like, oh, this is happening to the medication cave. Sorry, meditation cave, not medication cave. <laughs> I've been, I've <laughs> Those been, are different O's. I've been in both, so yeah. I, okay, for the sake of the conversation... Let's say this is something that was originally that originated with the Buddha. Let's say sure. for the sake of conversation. I don't I don't know for sure. He mm. sat under that tree for a long time. Uh, this may or may not Allegedly. be from, from the Buddha. Allegedly. I, I don't so I didn't meet the man, I wasn't there. Yeah. I don't know. There's lots of things I don't know. That's one of them. What you Which is good, about, life would be boring otherwise. What you think about is what you are. <laughs> So, uh, okay. And meditation. <laughs> I just went through, so I should be nothing? And I was like, well. And so I just went through that process in my head. Okay. But see, Very here's, quickly. But still. Here's, here's the thing. I think that is often maybe something that doesn't get across very quickly or easily with meditation. There's all these different types of meditation. Sure. But the, the, the meditation we're talking about is you are focusing on your breath. You are as they say, like letting the ideas go, but it's more of a allowing yourself to just exist and focus on your breath. It's mm-hmm. not some, your focus is on your breath. It's not like you, you don't lack focus. You don't have nothing. You have you, you have your breath. And then you move out of that. You stop meditating after say five, 10 minutes. And now you go back out into that distraction space that you were in, like the wide world of, you know, the internet and, and, and cat videos that you were in before. And you don't necessarily have to become cat video person. You can become the, whatever person you want to be. And that just helps you re I know recenter is a, a bad verb to use, but recenter and, and, and focus on. Well, consciously you, you fo- have to like, turn your computer off every once in a while. Like your actual computer has to be turned off every once in a while. Yeah, but but I know personally that if I don't have a work problem and a research problem kicking around in my head, I go fucking loopy. And meditation helps. Like your like the problem itself <laughs> for me is that meditation helps with that. Yeah, I think I'm 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 much better at being comfortable with nothing. Yeah, and that's what as, I'm saying, as my natural I, state, like my 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 nature is comfortable with that. You you might be on in like the in the in the Mario metaphor uh, of how all this works, uh, the Mario metaphor uh, of how this works. You might be on like world like uh, two three, and I'm still like on world one eight. You know, like, I'm who still goes on... to world two? I don't know, man. You go to one two, you get the warp zone. You either go to three if you want to get all the lives, or you go straight to four one. Then, then maybe you're at four one. Then. <laughs> all right, maybe 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 you've got you've gotten the whistle. You've 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 gotten ahead everything's working out for you so but for whistle, me what whistle in oh you're you're marvelous three marvelous uh, three yeah yeah weirdo yeah and yeah, yeah, no, my my marvelous one is my er my brothers like it's 
Notice how I'm deflecting a little bit? You are. No, I know you. I know you are. And that's why I keep pressing the issue because, like, I, I the, know. I have, I have another problem with these meditation apps. Which is? They insist you sit with your feet on the ground. Who the fuck does that? I, I, I'm in, I would rather lie down to do this. But I, was, I know you can, but the guided meditations are not with real people in front of you who can amend their, their, their spiels. So they're saying, feel like, relax your toes, relax, but feel like you could feel the thing on the ground. Like they're implying, the, they're using words that describe a position where I, my feet are on the ground and I have a lap formed. Well, okay, so the stuff that you're talking about in headspace that, that they're doing a yeah. I, I, I uh, although Budify also suggests sitting up, and I'm sure there's a legitimate reason for it. I'm sure you've heard this reason for it, but like in my it's, head, I would rather lie your, down. It's just your posture. It's your, it helps with your breathing. Like it's just it, if you're lying sense. down, your breathing's different than than sitting this is up. True, like this is true. So, like breathe through the nose, exhale through the mouth. I have a do hard a body, time with that. Do a body scan. Yeah. yeah. You know, like that sort of thing. Like, it, yeah, like you're tensing up stuff and then relaxing to, to help out with that. Um, you could fucking eat a spoonful of hot sauce beforehand, and that'll fucking basically do the same thing. <laughs> I mean, it. It's not. You don't. See, I guess the thing is, is that I, I think a lot of times with apps and stuff like that. See, I okay. I I never and this was never an app thing for me. There was mm-hmm. no app around. I did not have a phone that had apps on. The it. The app is unnecessary. If you really want to do it, you'll do it. I mean, I guess the gamification could help someone that's really on the cusp of, like, just need that extra little push. But, like, if you're not, like, it, it's not going to help that much. You can you can go on you can go on YouTube. You can go on. There's tons of podcasts that do. I know uh, Tara Brock is a meditation teacher as well. If anyone's actually looking for, like, high level, uh, higher level stuff. Like, basically, that's the level I'm at right now is I can sit and listen to that for half an hour if I really wanted to. And just kind of, you know, relax and, and do whatever. Because ultimately, it's not about whatever the, the person's saying. It's about you laying down, standing, sitting, sure. walking, whatever it is, and just focusing on your breath and just allowing. I actually think that the stuff that I did for preparation for this with the headspace stuff, the, I did get to the one where he talked about make it, treat your ideas as if it's like you're watching traffic. That's and they're just, going, they're just going by. I've heard and, that description before, but I, I didn't get yeah, to that point. In that that's space. not a bad. It's not a bad description. It's not a bad, you know, intro. It, don't the, don't the, feel the, bad about them coming, but let them go past. Yeah, and also too, like you don't want to stress. Thing, yeah, no, you don't. And that's the thing that that is the thing that I had to learn in order to do this, which is you have to be kind to yourself because there will be days where you sit down to meditate and you're just like, I can't fucking, I can't do this. Like I'm just too stressed out. Or I can't, I can't focus, and I can't do whatever. It, it's you can either push through that or you don't. And and sometimes it's a really refreshing and great ten minutes or a five minute thing or an hour thing, and sometimes it's not. In the same way that sometimes you work out and sometimes you feel like crap after because you everything hurts mm-hmm. and you, you did the wrong thing or you pulled a muscle or whatever it is. But for me, it's the only way to if I've got something else in my head besides the work problem and the research problem, it allows me to sometimes refocus and say am i okay you know am i all right everything's fine you know i I because i also have a problem with anxiety i have a problem with thinking that people are coming to get me you know there's nobody out there coming to get me nobody fucking knows who i am like nobody (laughs) you know so i i can at least kind of breathe and calm down and get back to my either i can either go back to my research problem or my work problem or I can focus on something new, 
Or I can focus on it's a beautiful day outside and I can go for a walk. Or I can go do whatever it is. Or just certain times it helps me. It's not easy to transit, as you probably well know, it's not easy to transition from one client or one project to another during sure. the day. Yeah. Sometimes it helps to be like, I just want to meditate and kind of like just kind of clear out the crap and, and, and focus and just kind of move on to the next thing slowly and and easy and and it's nice and i and or i get to you know do that and 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 kind of get into a a headspace where i'm ready to taste the chicken for me to answer that question before four days a week i want to taste the chicken like the entire chicken or just like a most few bites of, of the chicken to like most of the chicken i'd like to i'd like to be oh, i'd like to be tasting the chicken four days a week too, but that's here's the thing. How is that too much? You're talking about the alternative. The alternative is just shoving food in your face for the reasons of energy. Well, no, like there's an in between of like this tastes good and Seinfeld is funny. Like you can have both those thoughts in your head at the same time, as opposed to this is white paste that's been formed into a brick and grilled. Yeah, but you're not truly focused on either Seinfeld. No, I agree. But I've seen yeah. Seinfeld lots of times. And like, so I can, I can, I can pay less attention to Seinfeld than it probably deserves, because I've seen it a million times, and I've had chicken a million times, so I can, I can pay a little less attention than it probably deserves, also. But like, I want a couple of those bites at least to be like, oh yeah, chicken, this is good. See, I, I, I am of the opinion of where it might be a conversation I've had with a friend lots and lots of times. It might be chicken that I've tasted lots and lots of times, but I've never had that conversation before and that chicken before. So I'm willing to give it. A four out of seven chance to be the one that yeah, I but really focus a lot on. less than four to seven chickens are like noteworthy chickens. I think that yeah no no you're right you're right you're right so may, maybe I I don't I, yeah, like if you're I, at a restaurant you want to like taste your food absolutely yeah absolutely. Um, and I'm I'm all about, or if you're having a dinner party like if the food is the primary thing like no I don't want to I like. I'm okay with food not being the primary important thing for every meal I have. Like, it's, I want to enjoy what I eat, but like, I don't need to be every meal to be some gourmet, mind blowing experience. Well, but sometimes it'd be pretty good fuel. It's not just chicken. I mean, it's, no, it's, I know, I know. It's concerts, it's movies, it's TV shows. Oh, at concerts, it's, you, if you're you like, con- the thing with chicken, chicken for me is a fairly regular thing. Yeah. Concerts are not. And, and yeah. like, so like, that's a, that's a whole other experience. Like, I'm gonna, like, I'm going to a concert, I'm angry at the people that are watching it through their phones. Mm-hmm. I'm angry at the people that are talking. I'm angry at the people that are watching their phones in general. Like, And that's and that's what I'm saying. And I those people are horrible. I don't want to be angry at those people. I want to be just tasting the chicken of but, the concert. But I'm not, having, I'm not going to a concert three times a week. Yeah. Like, yeah, same there's way. a volume thing that you can't... Well, you can. Like, you can choose to if you want to. But for me... It's not worth the mental bandwidth to be like super invested in the chicken unless it's some kind of special occasion chicken. Like it's a new recipe, I'll pay a little extra attention to it. If it's like, well, I haven't had a chicken from this place in a while, I'll pay extra attention to it. But like generally speaking, I'm in some sort of seasoned chicken thighs that have cooked for a while. You you really grat like just holding on to this chicken as much as possible. Well, like it's I'm just saying like it's, that's, I'm just saying the chicken example that brought this thing. Yeah, it's not the best example because it's a regular occurrence. It's like, are you going to savor every glass of water you have or like 
fifty percent of the glasses of water you have? But, no, but you're I, not, because you have I, water I, three or four times a day. But I like, would rather I would rather err on the side of tasting every glass of water than not tasting my water. I, especially, I, but especially, the thing is, like, I still like I have good sips of water. Like, I have sometimes like no, that water was great, but like it's it's you're, one. You're, but you're the one that's attacking you here. I'm not attacking you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not attacking anyone. I'm just you like are, you are beating up on yourself here, and I can see it. I I know that you're like deeply conflicted on this. I'm not of, conflicted. Of, I'm saying. I don't know, man. Like. There's a difference between things you have a regular amount and things that you don't have regularly. Of you course. don't have to savor, like, and four to seven is fifty percent. Yes, I know, but I'm not. I'm not. It saying... should be ten percent. No. Oh, what? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like temper, like of all things, given a certain volume, ten percent are great, ten percent are garbage, and eighty percent are sort of pretty good. Like, or acceptable in some way. Yeah, but, and, like, okay. the same is true with chicken. Like, I want to savor that 10% of the chicken. Yeah, but we, we live in a world where that okay is a lot fucking better than okay. Like, when I eat a bowl of... Like, last night I had a bowl of Fruit Loops. And it was a really good bowl of Fruit Loops. You want to know why? Because it was fucking Fruit Loops. I've never, had like, a gr- I've never had a great bowl of Fruit Loops in my life. I'm not saying it's a great bowl of Fruit Loops. I'm just saying it's fucking Fruit Loops. Like, yeah, they no, fruit less- you, do, you never need to savor Fruit Loops. They spent a hundred years making that bowl of Fruit Loops for me. No, society and humanity has has gone to this point of where they go. We, they where they've it. stopped, they've turned it from being food to something else entirely that is not good for you in any way, shape, or form. They've turned some turned it into something that is purely calories that has no beneficial qualities to your body in any way, shape, or form. If you're thinking of it in any way like that, you should be like spitting on Fruit Loops. Like, if you're really thinking about Fruit Loops, it shouldn't be like, yay, Fruit Loops. It should be like, oh, we got this far? We went too far. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, it's the same, it's the and that's not to say for... not delicious. I love McDonald's. McDonald's yeah. has gone too far. But I still want to taste my McDonald's. <sighs> no, I, I'm, when I eat I'm... McDonald's, I feel shame. Like, I'm, I'm like... I'm like, oh, I did this to myself again. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And I, I and I shove the two sausage muffins, three hash browns, and two apple juices into my gullet, and then I feel greasy and terrible for a whole day. If 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 what you think about is what you are, and <laughs> this extent, is true. So when I have a dog, that is absolutely true. To some to some extent, that's how I feel, and that's how that's sure. how I'm going about my life. If I eat McDonald's and I make a conscious decision to have McDonald's, I'm not ashamed of that. I'm fine with that. I am the shame comes from the distraction of distractions, which is rumination. That's see my issue with McDonald's. I feel like I have end boss to this. I have insufficient control over my McDonald's intake. See, I that's again. This goes back to the previous episode with the cake. I have total control over my McDonald's. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I have that. That was never. There was never a time where I did not have total control over my McDonald's input because I live. I right now. I, I, I mean, live, I definitely have a more addictive personality than you do. You definitely do, but I, I live within ten minutes walking distance from McDonald's, and I have McDonald's maybe once a month. Maybe. Oh, that'd be great. For a while, I was so good. 
for a while. But it doesn't occur to me. It doesn't occur oh, so to me that, to walk that, the 10 minutes to get the McDonald's because I don't care for myself that much. Like, I don't, you know what I, I did once? I set up a rule that I'm only going to get a fast food or I can walk to it. I did that once, and the rule was out the window. I walked 10 minutes to get a, a, two slices of pizza. Yeah. Uh, no, I did it twice. I walked to get pizza, and I walked to get Subway. Great reasons to walk, of course. Um that, hey, any, I mean, anything is a good reason to walk. <laughs> and then after that, I was like, nope. I drove to the same subway. And I've driven to the same pizza place, which are a 10-minute walk away. And then picked them up in order. Or, or even better, for the pizza yeah. at least, I don't have to walk to it. I can just stay home and pay someone to give, bring it to me. <laughs> yes, and, yeah, I, I don't, and I yeah. do that almost unconsciously sometimes. I, I have gotten a lot better at ordering things over the phone, but I still am really nervous around delivery people because I still feel like I'm inconveniencing them to be like, bring me food, servant. Like, that's, I don't, sure. I don't, that still bugs the hell out of me. And, and mostly that's a function of not so much that I'm, you know, it, it, it's, it's because of, you know, the last 10 years of my life. It has nothing to do with, you know, I don't actually think of, people who deliver food as servants mm-hmm. I think that they're people just like everybody else usually they're somewhere you know either college age or older or whatever it is and they usually are just like me so there's i don't know it's just that i don't yeah i don't know i i just don't i don't have that in me to i i'm way more afraid of rumination rumination is my end boss that i'm fighting right now oh, of sh- so you don't have a problem with that. You're you're fine with I know, that. That's, like, you're, that's you're the beauty of this podcast. We all discover like we yeah. start this podcast like, oh, maybe I'm just more well adjusted. Like, nope, I'm just maladjusted in different ways. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but how how often do you ruminate on things? Like, how often does that become an issue for you? Uh, becomes an issue. Yeah. Not that often. I ruminate constantly, but it doesn't become an obsessive loop. Often, most often in bed, um, yeah. when I feel like I need to go to sleep and can't get up. And like, what I want to do is get up and go read a book, like go out and do something. But I'm like, I'm in bed, I'm trying to go to sleep. I don't do that. I just like, and then I do, then I do do some meditation things, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, at least, like I think about a thing. I focus on breathing to focus on, like, think about things, and I do do it then. So I'm full of shit. But like, I can't. The, the regular daily oh. thing. You just have your own, th- yeah. It's your own. Does it? I don't know if I need like I need it so much because I'm pretty good at it most of the time. Well, it's it's a lot like I think it for me it's a lot like vitamins in that it's something I don't need which is to something vitamins. you should never take. Yeah, but but <laughs> I do, I do. I no, think my should. vitamins multivitamins are terrible. You should get it in your food. But I do. I just want more vitamins. Like I would rather get you know, I'd rather I'd rather get the four times a week chicken. Than, than the three times a week chicken and and with my room with rumination I'm about I'm not gonna say every day but I'll definitely say five to six times a week I have an obsessive loop that I get stuck in that I have to consciously knock myself out of in order to proceed with my day not even not even just like I'm not saying like it's something that it's late at night and I'm like oh god I can't go to sleep but that that does happen that's included in there but there's also times where during the day I will get stuck on a loop and I cannot progress with my work day until I address that mental block and that problem now, my obsessive ruminations tend to be solved by an immediate wikipedia or IMDb search 
Like, that's the depth I tend to go to. Mm-hmm. And it was beyond that. I'm like, oh, I think about it for a while and I move on. Like, there's, like, if I can't solve with an immediate Wikipedia or IMDb search, it's something that no one has solved yet. So I don't stress out about it not being solved. That well, okay. Much. So wait, you're thinking of rumination as like a problem of like a, like a you know who's oh, no. that actor in that thing. Well, that's 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 what I'm saying. I am saying that in a way, in that occasionally I'm like obsessively to, in the rumination that I obsessively need to know something, and and most of that is something I can solve quickly, like why Canada has milk and bags, or who was this person in the show, um, and that's because there's a concrete answer to it. If I'm ruminating on something that is more spiritual or more abstract, I don't get caught in it because there's no answer. Like no one has solved it yet. God, that must be fucking awesome. Because that's I, I, I. My rumination is more on the lines of like, there's a problem I'm having with work, and if I don't solve it, I'm going to be homeless, and it doesn't have an like, which is not true. But it doesn't have an answer. Like, there's, I can't explain because, okay, well, I guess I can explain. So, uh, let's say uh, I do work for a client and I email them an invoice, and two weeks goes by and they don't even respond to the email. And I try to be very gentle with that. I don't, I understand that everybody's busy, and I understand that, you know, if I give somebody 30 days to pay, Usually I don't. Usually it's fourteen, but usually uh, if it's a thirty-day thing and they don't respond back within you know uh, two weeks' time, uh, maybe something's going on. As long as they get me the check in the third week, certainly into the fourth week, it's still well within you know whatever. I don't expect everyone to pay their bills you know day one. Sure. I, I you know I'm human. I, I well actually I should say, I should say I don't. I actually do, but that's I I'm anal about it. That's the thing. So. I'm not gonna, you know, that's the thing. But like, once it gets into like week three, that's fodder for rumination. I'm gonna walk around the whole rest of the day and be like, "Oh shit, this client isn't gonna pay me. Oh shit, I need to do something about this. Oh shit, I gotta call the lawyer. Oh shit, this isn't good. Oh shit, this isn't. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no." And then I just follow that down to like, if this doesn't happen, then everything's gonna fall apart. And and I get into black and white thinking, and I'm like, "Oh god." And it just it just spirals and becomes obsessive, and it's ugly and terrible and like you you said to me i think even just 2 days ago you know you said that i i have you know business savvy that i should get involved with people and and, yeah. and you know do a thing and it's like i would but the thing is is that i can't do that until i no longer have a horse in the race if it's somebody else's project and somebody else's money and somebody else's thing you're not wrong I know all the right moves to make and I know basically what to do and I've studied and I've done all the research and I do all the things but when it's my own neck I get just fucking I go crazy like I just I I lose it and I have to either meditate or I have to just calm down I have to repurpose and I have to I have to find some way to get back to what's my work problem that I'm working on mm-hmm. what's my research problem that I'm working on and and that's because that's basically who I want to be, because it used to be for you because for years I basically trained myself as you know I was always writing something in my head. I was always working on the next article. I was always working on the next you know thing for the book. I was always working on whatever, and I just kept going like that. And that's who I was because in my head I was a writer, and and that's what was going on. 
And now that I'm not writing as often anymore, it basically comes down to research, which is either for podcast writing or whatever, or it's a work problem, which is, you know, web design or, or you know, something, mm-hmm. whatever work related. And that's fine. I'm fine with that. Cause I mean, sometimes too, it's like the video game problem or, you know, this like currently right now, it's, it, I'm kind of stuck on a loop of whether or not I want to get to the division. And it's like, I can, I could, I can order it right now very easily. I have $60. It's, that's not that's not the problem. The problem is is that I, I want to focus on like like what is a good video game? You know, like questions that don't have answers and and I can kind of, you know, ponder cuz that I I feel like that enriches me. That makes me better at who I am just a little bit, which is fine as long as I'm not getting stuck in like, oh god, you know, this is going to happen and oh god, you know, this is this is the end. You know, this is this is a thing. I can't I can't handle this, and I can't do this, or you know, this is a thing. And and that's that's why I'm stressed. That's why I have that sort of low level of stress. That's why I look stressed out all the time. And I act kind of stressed out all the time. Is because I'm constantly worried about paycheck. I'm living I'm living life as a fairly like on the fence between successful and unsuccessful freelancer, and and that life is filled with I'm doing sixty hours of work for somebody. Are they going to pay me? You know, I get paid up front sometimes and that makes me feel a lot better. But then once that gets past the halfway point, I'm like, oh, shit, now I'm doing now that now the work's been paid for. Now I'm doing all sorts of extra work. And also I have to go through the conscious thing of if I am assertive and I defend my time and defend myself. If a client asks me and says, I want you to do this, it's going to take six hours, but I don't have the money to pay for it. Mm -hmm. Do I say to them, go fuck yourself? Or do I say well, it's only six hours of work, you know, versus a 60 hour project. You know, that's not, I'm not, I would be unreasonable if I didn't make those changes. I would be unreasonable if I didn't meet clients halfway, but it's a constant, it's a constant choice. And that like that, that choice drives me nuts all the time because there's no hard, fast rule to, you know, what it is. And maybe there should be, but I'm not experienced enough as a business person to know, that a, you know, okay, anything that goes over a certain amount of time, I, and I like, I, I have to, you know, I have to devise those rules. I have to come up with those rules, and also that all that's rooted in, you know, my self worth. Well, I don't really deserve to get paid for the six hours, do I? You know, that's kind of yeah. built into the other hours. So it's like, well, no, it's really not, you know. And then no, this was never included in the original scope of the project, and yeah. and that's why I have to kind of reset and and recenter and 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 redo that kind of stuff. And you don't have that at all. No, I have that guilt, but I don't do a lot of projects for friends, which helps. Um, no, I, but I feel that guilt. I feel that guilt. No, but I mean, you don't. You don't have that like rumination. You don't. You don't. You don't chew that over. Oh no, no, no! I'm, I, I will like. Yeah, no, I don't. Hmm. No, because I'll. I, I, I can. <laughs> I numb it. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't. I don't mean with drugs or alcohol. I, like I'll just like instead of dwelling, I'll like I'll throw on TV instead, and then I focus on that and and don't get work done. But uh, but yeah, no, I I yeah, I don't I don't dwell. I probably should dwell more than I do if I'm being honest with myself. But uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't enough. I'll say, I don't dwell enough. That I mean that that is that can be a problem. Yeah. But it's, it, like I said, it, it, it's just producing a difference. It's it's certainly a less stressful problem. Yeah, yeah. And and if that's the person you want to be, is someone who is not stressed, then that's certainly yeah. a good problem to have. Which I 
like I said, that's, that's the direction I'm trying to move in. Um, I'm, I'm at least trying to have a direction that I move in where instead of ruminating on something, I can just say, you know, I mean, like, it, it's no different. I mean, this is when I was younger and, you know, I'm, I'm like texting a girl and I text somebody and it takes them, you know, or they just don't reply. Sure. You know, that's perfect fodder for, for rumination. You know, just thinking thinking about that for the next week of like, well, what did I say? What did I do? Oh, I, were I dating, I would be ruminating a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> Like the, the interpersonal things where like I could have said to fuck things up that that can lead to rumination. Um, I don't. It doesn't come up as much as it used to. Yeah. Um, either becoming less of an asshole or no, I'm not no, caring no. As you much. just you just pick the right timing for everything because it, <laughs> it is like especially like if you text somebody and you're like, hey, you know, whatever, and then you see them update Instagram or something and or 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 facebook or or whatever and it's like oh you had time to update yeah thankfully my friends who don't respond quickly via non-social media channels also don't tend to be active on social media yeah but so i'm not feeling like oh i'm less important than facebook at any point but the thing is is that we're both so quick i mean really everybody in society is so quick to like vilify that person or to say like i'm or or to assign that like i'm less important in facebook to this person when in reality it could just very well be that's that person's relationship with technology that they look at their phone they see oh shit i got a text message well i better reply to that oh hey you know Instagram. shiny yeah exactly or or what or like i have a note i have like they're just checking their notifications and they see like okay this one this one this one it just so happened yeah. the last one on the list was instagram so they got like plugged in that they're like oh i look pretty good today let me take a selfie or you know oh like there's a bird let me take a picture of that or whatever it is i'll get back to ryan after the red dots are gone exactly yeah i mean and that's the th- and especially too because you and i are both the type of people that very rarely demand a response of people so it's like it's it's not really the thing of where especially too like if i see a text message from you or or like a gchat message from you i i try to respond to that as fast as possible but just today you know you message me and you're like hey can you look at this and i'm like yeah as soon as my tea is done you know as soon as i'm done making my tea and then the dog came over and wanted bacon yeah I, so, I think, like we're both pretty okay with like we send a message off into the ether and it'll get to back to us eventually. Yeah. And I'm okay with waiting. Like, I know you'll get back to me, and I'll get back to you, and you know that. But, it, like, life me, comes for, up. Yeah. For <laughs> it, me, it drives Michelle crazy sometimes when, like, <laughs> she's texting her friend who's who has a kid and a life. She's a bit of a flake, but, like, she has, a, she has friends that do this, and, like, she, she'll text someone, and, like, it doesn't respond immediately, and she's like, why are you texting me back? I'm like, who, shit comes up. Like, you're not in person. You really want to have a one-to-one immediate conversation? Call. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that therein lies the the rumination problem of like that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's just the issue of it. Of Michelle and I seem to have that same problem of where I want I want to know the answer of why I text somebody. Oh, she just gets angry and calls and thinks they're stupid. Like she just she just gets angry. That's what I'm saying. No, but that she doesn't angry... ruminate very long. She just gets angry. Well, okay, but then it's just a, a faster version of what's going on with me. You know, I, it, she it, skips the BC and D and goes straight to like anger. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. I don't have the anger in the way that Michelle does. So I have a different way of responding, which is I text somebody. They don't respond to me. I get sad. I wonder what I did wrong, or I wonder why they're not responding to me. And instead of just being like they're busy, they'll get back to me when they get a chance. 
I start going down the direction of like, especially too, like I, because I, I, I do this all the time. People text me and I don't fucking respond back right away, or I can't, or 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 they text me and I respond a couple of times and then I just drop out of the conversation because something else comes up because mm-hmm. I can't prioritize, you know, something that's not right. Like I can't prioritize a human that's not right in front of me. Sure. I have that. I have that problem. And as I said, there's just other people have different relationships with technology, so it's very likely that's the case. But I will definitely, with certain people, I will definitely way over think what's going on sure. in that situation and I will, I will have to assign to some degree like okay well it's probably because they're really busy and i'm just not a priority why am i not a priority because i'm not important to that person if i'm not important to that person then do i have a place in their life if i don't have a place in their life then why am i in their Dude, life relax. Like, so yeah, what, that, yeah, like work and husbands and children and stuff like Occasionally, you're not top priority to every person you know, and I've got okay with that. I'm not perfect about that by any stretch of the imagination. Like, there's people I wish would respond more often to tweets and things than do. Yeah. Like, I'm not immune to this kind of thing, but like, I it doesn't. I don't dwell excessively on it. I don't think I, I dwell on it sometimes, and I should not dwell on it at all. But like, it's never keeping me up at night why someone didn't respond to me. And usually I can move on to something else fairly quickly. But see, here's the thing. If I have a work problem, if I have a research problem, if there's a video game that I really like playing, if I have all the rest of the, if I'm meditating, if I have all the rest of the stuff in place already, that stuff doesn't even enter into the, like, doesn't even fucking pop up because it's like, oh, like, that person didn't message me back. All right, whatever. I'll listen to a new podcast and I'll play fucking Batman Arkham Knight or, you know, whatever it is. Like, it's not, as long as I'm occupied and I am the person that I am and want to be, everything's cool. The rumination only comes in when shit goes off the rails. And that, and that means that's very, very clear to me, intellectually clear to me, that it is not about the person, it's about me. It's not about someone taking a really long time to get back to me. It's about me not having something to do except for ruminate between now and then. Or I'm emotionally fragile in a way right now for whatever reason that is causing that to happen. And I need to work on that root cause of like, well, maybe I haven't been socializing enough. Maybe I've socialized because that, that's often often what the problem is with work or, or with, you know, social, like with texting somebody or so, so that sort of stuff. It's like if I haven't talked to you in three days or anybody really in three days, yeah, I'm going to be really sensitive about like who's responding back to me and when and things like that because I take it very personally, which is super dumb because mm-hmm. it has nothing to do because I didn't text anybody for the previous three days and now I text somebody and I expect a response back right away. It's very selfish, you know, but at the same time, like that's just that that's the emotional state that I'm in. That's what I'm going through. That's what it is. Same thing with work. Like there's lots of times I don't worry about money when money's coming in. Like if I, if I get sure. fucking paid twice, if I get paid twice in a week, I'm fucking good. Like, there's no, I, I won't, I won't bother anybody about money. Like, even people that owe me money, I won't even be hounding them down because I don't care. As long as I have money, I don't care. It's, it's very self-centered. It's very much about me. And so that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's that for me, meditation helps me to focus and to refocus and to just kind of realize not everything's about me. I shouldn't worry about this. And more importantly, there's something better I could be doing right now mm-hmm. than, than, you know, f- having feelings about feelings or getting distract getting, you know, distracted by rumination, which is the distraction of distractions. And like, especially too, like there, I don't, th- I think everyone can, as a human, you could totally agree 
that feeling bad about feeling bad is the worst kind of feeling bad. Yes, it's the worst. Yeah. So. Are you going to keep going with the headspace? Uh, I don't know. I'm Probably not going to feel not. bad about it. Yeah. No, you shouldn't. I mean, if it, if it's if it's not a problem that you think you have, like, don't. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, someone someone's trying to sell you something. Like, that's yeah, what that I know. Is. That's, that's <laughs> why I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. I like tasting my chicken and I like all this stuff because it's sort of become a person. It's become a part of who I am because of therapy. And like, I'm I think kind of cool with that. I think I'm good enough. Like, I, I think I enjoy things purely often enough that I feel comfortable with it. Like, I'll watch the dog and be like, oh, that tree's awesome. Like, that still happens. No, no. So, like, I feel like I'm okay. If that wasn't happening, I feel like I should need to readjust things and make myself more present. But I think I'm sufficiently present, which is great. I mean, that despite it, my issues with food, I, I I wish to be more present in a way to deal with the fact that I have very little control over what happens in general, and that most of what's going on is, like I said, it's a selfishness or a mood or an emotional thing that's going on with me, and everything's just kind of coming and going and mm-hmm. and doing its own thing, and I'm just a very, very, very insignificant, small, you know, part in this in this grand society that we have because i am and like i said in the last podcast like i know full well you know it's my death is eventual not you know it's it's when it's going to happen and when i'm up late at night and i'm having all these problems like the philosophy and really like diving down like you know the absurdity of the thing and, and and everything that didn't really help me very much it's the meditation that helped me because it just goes like well you know there's lots of things i don't have control over so you know, maybe this isn't about me. And maybe if I just focus on my breath and I just kind of, you know, move on, that it doesn't have to be about me. Anything that helps yeah. you realize it's not all about you is a good thing. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so rarely all about you. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's like, like I said, like I said just the, uh, in, in cognitive behavioral therapy, they called it the AC, ABCD system of where you'd have like A is the inciting event and then B, B is uh, your reaction to it and C is the thing that happens because you react to it. And instead you can have the D, which is kind of the meta discussion that you have with yourself of like, oh shit, you know, that person cut me off in traffic. They didn't cut me off in traffic because they hate me. Or because they think I'm an asshole, or because they're an asshole, it's because you know their kid's sick and they need to get to the hospital, mm-hmm. or, or 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 just maybe just they're, or they're just assholes. Idiots. Yeah, or they're assholes. There's nothing you can do about that though. Yeah, yeah. So but there's always going to be assholes around, and in yeah. Montreal, there's lots of driving assholes. Yeah. And it, like I'm always like I'm used to it at this point. Like I've just become I could either stress about it constantly, like people I know, or let it go because there's nothing you can do about it. As long as you're driving as well as you can. There's no way you control these other people. So you just have to like, I will watch for them and be aware of them so they don't kill me. Yeah. But beyond that, I'm not going to stress about people making illegal U-turns and running red lights. Yeah. You can. You can. So any other tips and tricks? No. no. Other mental technologies? No. Okay. I don't, I don't, <laughs> mental technologies, not thought technologies. Oh, uh, thought technologies. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm shot. We've been like, I, I came, I came off of a long stretch of, of not talking and thinking about this stuff into two pretty heavy episodes. So sure. I'm pretty good. So, yeah. but if, but if you want to continue this conversation and for whatever reason you want to talk about any of this kind of stuff, you can find me on Twitter 
at Joey Heflick, H-E-F-L-I-C-H. And with me, as always, is... Tw- uh, Ryan at Gobo <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> with me, lot- as always, is Twitter Gobo. Gobo Twitter. Gobo Twitter, Twitter Gobo. It's Gobo on Twitter. And if you want to find us both, you can find us... At Internet BFs. Uh, Just Google, Internet search BFs. for Internet Boyfriends, you'll find us. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook, uh, uh, obviously Twitter, uh, website that you got, dot .com, dot .net, whole thing. So, yeah. And, yeah, we'll see you next time. Take care. See ya. Thank you.